What is going on, Tecmo team? Andy from the Tecmo Bros here with you. It is Friday. Uh, we had a football game last night. That happened, and now we're here talking about football on a Friday. So today we are talking about more trade targets, but this time it's a little bit different. We're talking about what you can probably expect to get in a return or what someone might cost you to buy them on your team in Dynasty. So uh, I'm just going to actually jump, just jump right in. Ben Tyler, it's good you guys to be here again. Uh, we were having a little bit of a debate uh, off air before we hit the record button. Uh, ben and I are still a little, uh, you know, fired up about it. So is Tyler laughing at us. Uh, ben, jump into your first guy. Let's talk about him. Yeah, my first guy is Trevor Lawrence. I would trade in a dynasty league if it's super flex for sure. I would absolutely trade two first for Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, I think with his type of game, you're talking probably 12 years of longevity. I'd feel really confident that you have Trevor Lawrence for 12 more years. Um, and I think that he is going to be fantastic. I think that Trevor Lawrence is quite possibly a future hall of fame quarterback. Um, I think he's just going to be really good. And Andy boldly proclaimed on the Thursday show that Trevor Lawrence will never be a top five quarterback. And I think that that is completely wrong and foolish and i would definitely trade two firsts for trevor lawrence i think that i love with my quarterbacks being able to say okay beautiful set it and forget it i've got a guy who's really good i believe in him and i think like i said by the end of the year we are going to realize that trevor lawrence is really freaking good at throwing footballs so i will be a hundred percent transparent i did indeed say i do not believe trevor lawrence will be a top five quarterback and i'll even put the tagline asterisk ever it's just one of those things where i think the price tag for trevor lawrence is probably looking like three firsts and maybe even an asset just based on age a lot like keep in mind this is maybe just my experience with my dynasty leagues a lot of people over inflate the importance of what age they are currently so you're looking at a 20, what, 22-year-old officially right now, quarterback. And yeah, like you said, 12 years, absolutely set it and forget it. I think two firsts could be a fair price. I think people are going to want more because he is, A, a hyped prospect. B, uh, you know, he is so young. So like I'm saying three firsts and maybe even an asset is too much to pay for a perennial QB 11. Like it's just not what I want on my team for that much draft capital or that many assets. So could he be a, he's going to be a startable quarterback in fantasy. Absolutely. Especially in Superflex. I'm just not sure he ever cracks that top five. Like, yeah, QB nine, QB eight. I'm with it. But like QB, QB five and higher, you just don't see it. And it's just too much for me personally. Maybe I'm a bad judge of talent, which is very possible. I've been wrong a lot this year. We can just toss that on the pile of Andy's not right about this kind of stuff. But too expensive for my blood. Ben, do you want to retort or should we let Tyler kind of cool the pot here a little bit? Andy, I just think that you're absolutely not a bad judge of talent, but I think that you're just really underestimating Trevor Lawrence's overall ability. Like there is a reason that this kid was kind of looked at as a golden boy. He's really, really good. Um, and the style that he plays, I think is more likely that he stays healthy than some of the other guys who may be able to put up some really big numbers. I think you're looking at a dude who is going to have some Peyton Manning, Drew Brees type years. 
um, as we move into his mid twenties. And guess what? There was a long stretch of time where having Peyton Manning or Drew Brees as your fantasy quarterback was a phenomenal, phenomenal decision. I don't think the NFL has changed so much that a quarterback of that style can't be fantasy level dominant and throw for 40 touchdowns in a year and stay upright for 17 games. Fair point. Tyler, would you care to jump in? to this? this yeah. Argument? So in terms of like trade value, it was interesting because I actually tried to trade Trevor Lawrence like this all off season. And I couldn't get, I couldn't get anything that I thought was a fair value for him. And even the trade that I made, um, like which seemed like the right trade at the time uh, for the, my team currently this year, because I thought I was in a buy now window, looks like to me it was too 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 shy on him. I think Trevor Lawrence. I I personally would not pay more than two first right now. That's because I need to see it a little bit. And but if I had him, I might require more just because of the argument that Ben made. Right. Like if you have him and you drafted him, it's likely because you believe that if you if you don't have him, you're probably one of the naysayers and you don't have that affinity towards him because he's not on your team. So you're not necessarily rooting for him. However, if you do believe that he is going to be what Ben said, now is the time I think you should get him. And I think I would this is what I would do. I would offer a first in different years. Not a 2023. I'd try 2024, 2025, if you could. And then I would offer somebody like a Carson Wentz, Mariota, short term, maybe even Matt, uh, Matt Ryan um, type of dude. And that would um, hopefully get the conversation started and kind of see where it goes from there. And from that, you can kind of see what the person's value is of Trevor Lawrence. Is he in Andy's camp or Ben's camp? And I think I'm a little more calibrated towards the middle. I love how he's perfectly not taking a side. True Switzerland is our friend Tyler here. I am. I'm, I'm kind of a trade broker here. So um, I really think I like, I, I, I think it's relative value in this kind of thing is relative to owner. Right. And so like, if you're trying to acquire him, I think you can do things to acquire him. If you're trying to sell him, I think you have a price point where you have to sell him. You know what I mean? I feel that. Uh, ben, do you have anything you want to add before we move on? I promise that we, I, I, we, we'll keep in touch. I want to make sure that, you know, this this is going to be on my docket. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm keeping track of if he's top five or not because I, I want to make sure I'm right. It, there we go. Um, I I'm honestly a little surprised from both of you guys. Like, I really just kind of taken aback. Like, I thought that a lot of people think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a phenomenal NFL quarterback, and to hear you guys be like, "Yeah, I don't know." Like, dude, Peyton Manning finished three and thirteen in his first season. Like, it is hard to play quarterback in the NFL and have immediate success. Justin Herbert is a complete anomaly. Like that is not normal. And I think that there's normally kind of this maturation process. Lawrence was a little young coming out as it was. And I think that you got to give him some time. And that really next year is when we start to see him moving into being that good range. It might be uh, another two or three seasons before he's that consistent, fantastic kind of QB one guy. 
But anyway, that said, this is a lot of Trevor Lawrence talk. Um, And even though I guess I'm now a Trevor Lawrence stan, I want to talk about a guy Andy and I exchanged in DJ Moore, who I was very sad to see go. Um, And but he just kind of. And anyway, it was the right deal for my team. And so Andy and I had to do it. But it has not worked out the way Andy was planning. And so I'm I'm pretty intrigued to kind of hear where Andy would be selling PJ Moore. So, I mean, the thought has come to my attention that like, so in this particular league, I'm pretty good in my wide receiver room. I've got a lot of talent that I like uh, at the wide receiver position. So DJ Moore becomes kind of a, a, a good bargaining chip because he obviously is a great name, still very young, very talented. Obviously, the stats are there to prove he is very good at football. Uh, even in spite of his very bad quarterbacks that he's had throughout his entire career. Um, but DJ Moore, interesting. So I paid Ben two firsts to get DJ Moore. I think I got back, uh, obviously, DJ Moore in like a second, I want to say, or even a third might have been. Um, but I was happy at the time with it because I had a lot of first capital, didn't really need it at the time. Uh, I thought DJ Moore would be better. Now, I'm looking at this in the sense of what could I conceivably get for DJ Moore? Would you gentlemen agree with me? Because this is my thought process. I don't think I could get a first back for DJ Moore right now. Andy, I will trade you a 2025 first for DJ Moore right now. Right now? Oh like God. literally this minute, if you so offer intriguing. that, I will let's click the accept that. button. Let's put, a, let's put a pin in it, shall we? We'll, we'll <laughs> revisit it. Don't worry. Uh, that's, a, anyway. that's a decline if anybody's wondering at home. <laughs> like put, that, that is a, a nice... Welcome back. Andy decline of that trade offer. It's one of those things where I like again, if, if I'm shopping for next year, no way you're getting a 2023 first. Let me specify that a bit more greater. Uh, yeah. Don't think that's possible. What would you conceivably either offer for DJ Moore? I think you can get for DJ Moore at this point. Cause like I'm sitting here thinking he's going to be on my bench until he can prove that he's good with Baker or until for some reason they put Sam Darnold back in the game, which I can't imagine would be a great idea. So um, can I jump in? Yeah, absolutely. So I I think so DJ Moore is all about and how you're going to sell and package him, right? So like DJ Moore may get you like the edge that you need to get a certain pick or get a certain thing that you need. But if you're talking about him isolated, um, I think that you need to think about the team that you're selling him to and what their goals are, right? So um, he's going to be more valuable to someone who's not necessarily in a win-now mode. So if they're not in a win-now mode and and you can sell him as, hey, he still has a good six years in front of him because he does have a good six years in front of him. He's a perennial 1,000-yard receiver. He is a very talented wide receiver. Leave out the Baker stuff, right? Leave that out. Shelf that. They're going to have a new quarterback probably next year. They'll probably have a new coach. That's the hope. And I think that's what you sell DJ Moore on. And I think you got to give it to a guy who is not optimistic about his chances to get into the playoffs because that's what their goals are. And I think in that mode, you could probably get a late 2023 first or um, a 2024 first if you're looking to sell him. A couple of things I want to highlight on this. So Tyler is talking about um, specifically like how are you going to sell it, what this looks like. And so I would be very specific in kind of who I'm trying to pitch and sell DJ Moore to. Um, there, 
this is kind of one of those where like you have to kind of look at a team. Hey, who could need him? If I put him in as part of a larger package, like how is this going to work out for me to be able to sell this deal? And I think that's an important part of kind of these potential trades is kind of understanding who the owners are that you're playing with and who you're dealing with. We've talked about this a little bit on future shows, but I think it's really key, especially when a guy is struggling to kind of get an understanding of values and then also kind of know who you think is sellable on that player. And I think that's a big part of that I wanted to highlight and what Tyler just talked about. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense that you're, if I were to shop DJ Moore right now, I need to shop him to a guy who is clearly not in it to win it this year. Cause DJ Moore is not at this very moment after four weeks of what we've seen, not helping anybody win a fantasy title. So I think that makes a lot of sense that you're you're playing for the now. You want an asset they got. You want to set into the future. But um, I want to also talk about Tyler's guy because we we're also talking about him off the air. And since we had such a, a, a vigorous debate about Trevor Lawrence, I'd love to hear our thoughts on on Tyler's guy. Yeah. So the guy that I have out there, and the reason I have him, I'm going to put him out there is Kyler Murray. Okay, Kyler Murray uh, is on the Arizona offense. Um, they're about to get a bunch of weapons back. Um, but honestly, to my in my opinion, and um, I could be wrong because I've been wrong a lot, but I don't think the Arizona Cardinals have looked great. And in that, I don't think Kyler has been any close to what his fantasy ceiling could be. However, we've seen him at times over the course of his career, as early as his second season, flashes of it in his first, be like – a top overall um, quarterback. And in terms of super flex and like kind of that value, I think that that kind of value um, of like a top tier quarterback is probably like three first round picks. That's what I think that is. I wonder, and I'm asking the question right now, if you can sell the narrative or if you can get this, if you could somehow get him for slightly less than that, and this is a little buy window because of the collective. This isn't going as well. It looks like a little bit of a dumpster. Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals don't look great for me right now. But I think Kyler, it, it'd be worth to ask the question uh, whether or not you could get him. And what I would offer right now is something like if you have Matt Stafford, I would offer like two first and uh, Matt Stafford for Kyler and just see what happens. That's just me because you get lower lower in age. You can sell that, hey, this guy just won a, a Super Bowl in the last couple of years, and you have the draft capital to come alongside of it. Like, is that a move that you could make? Um, maybe you need somebody better than Matt Stafford at this point. You know, maybe it's uh, Jared Goff, like in what he's doing, uh, to get that long-term asset and perennial guy. Now, this is the type of move I'd make, to be clear, in a super flex, in a, in a regular um, – in a one QB league, I'm looking at a first. Uh, like, can I can I get him for a first? Um, and I would say even a 2023 first, any 2023 first, I, I would offer for Kyler Murray. Yeah, for real. Any any 2023 first you'd offer. I know that you more specifically are super high on the 2023 class. It's you know supposed to be historic. I, I, <clears throat> I admittedly haven't watched my college tape this year. But Ben's shaking his head in disbelief. Well, the reason the reason I say that, there's some guys that I personally would probably – I'm going to go after that guy over Kyler Murray. But in principle, it's a, it's a good trade in that he's a known asset that you know can do that. 
any of those picks that we're hoping for in 2023 could totally flop. The other thing I would say is if you're buying them now, who's to say you can't trade back into the draft when it's time to draft, you know? So, like, I'm I'm all for getting the equity into your team to use it now and then getting the equity back. Just know that when you are trading for something like that, like, there are, there are times that those picks become more expensive. Um, now, with that, like, if I'm trying to win a title and Kyler Murray is the one piece that I need, yes, any 2023 first will do. Um, if I don't need him, if I already have Josh Allen or something like that, right, like, then – that, that changes the ball game. If I have a guy who just got hurt, if I put into those things, then yes, I think that's his value because he's known and he's not going to lose his, uh, his job or, or his value or his eliteness, uh, barring a very severe in, in injury, which and things like that. So that's why I would say that. So Andy, I feel like people overrate draft picks sometimes. Um, it's part of why I would absolutely give you a 2025 first for DJ Moore. DJ Moore is really freaking good. The guy has three straight back-to-back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons. Like, there is a solid chance that no wide receiver who is going to be picked in this draft will ever have three seasons where he produces 3,600 yards consecutively. Like, that is hard to freaking do. Right. And I think sometimes when you can get a guy who is just proven really good, like Kyler Murray, a guy who can throw for 4,000 yards and run for 810 TDs all at the same time, like that is awesome. Like there is a very, very real chance that no quarterback in the 2023 draft is ever as good as Kyler Murray is right now. And he's 25 years old. Like there's, there is a lot to be said for, we know that you can't whiff on Kyler Murray, right? Like he's been out there. He did it. Now you can say maybe he's not going to age great. Okay, cool. So he's going to get slow in five years when he turns 30. Okay, great. Now when I have a top eight quarterback for five years, Tyler talked about how he hasn't had a great start to the year. He's freaking quarterback six. Like, oh, okay. He's, he's kind of underwhelming, but he's QB six. All, all right. Like, I will take Kyler Murray over Matt Stafford on the team I care most about all day and twice on Sunday. Um, Like, I just think that sometimes people overcomplicate things. They fall in love with draft picks and whatnot. Uh, If you can get Kyler Murray for a first in any type of format, you need to go do it and you need to go do it right now. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Like Kyler Murray, I was trying to acquire him earlier this year. Um, yeah, the guy who I was trying to acquire him from doesn't listen to the show, so I'll just tell you guys. I was offering three firsts, and at the time, this is uh, preseason, I was offering Mitch Trubisky because he drafted Kenny Pickett. So I was giving him the you know the the ease of knowing he'd have the starting start Steelers quarterback at some point. But I was offering three firsts. I think it was a 23, 24, and 25 first, and Mitch, and uh, it, it was a decline. So it's just a matter of he's not in a great spot. Figured he wanted the draft picks. Ended up not happening. Like so, Kyler Murray's a buy for me. And and by the way, Andy, like take that he didn't want the draft picks. Then I'm looking at my room. Do I have an excess of running back? Do I have an excess of wide receiver? Let me put those guys in as opposed to one of those picks. Like that's that's the way I operate, right? Sometimes I get the tunnel vision. Um that all that I do or all, all everything I gotta go after this guy and I might over uh offer for a guy but at the same time like um guy like kyler 
sometimes then you can kind of Houdini your way into a trade and use the narrative that's happening right now. Talk a guy into what you're doing. I mean, that's part of banter, right? Like do what we're doing right now and, and sell that. Yeah. I'm Andy, ready. I have a question for you. Uh, sure. What would you trade right now for Tyler Lockett? I would give you a future second, probably, if I was contending and I needed that piece. So would you give me a 2023 second for Tyler Lockett? Right now, if I needed him, absolutely. I'd give you a 2023 second. I am in a super flex league. I have attempted to receive a 2023 second for Tyler Lockett. I also shopped him a little bit in the same league last year. And I can't seem to find anyone to take Tyler Lockett. And all he does every year is show up as a low-end wide receiver one or wide receiver two for sure repeatedly. I don't get why the fantasy community, at least the leagues I play in, doesn't trust Tyler Lockett. Do you guys have any other theories? I, I personally really like him. He just, you know, wasn't a great fit for my team with where that specific team is at. Why are people so down, like, for years now on Tyler Lockett? I think he falls into the Adam Thielen, like, trap. Is that, like, people just don't think he's as good. They think it's, like, some situation or some type of something that can't be repeated, but then he just continues to repeat it. Uh, also very similar to, like, a Brandon Cook-style thing where – he just goes out and does, but he's just that not sexy, flashy pick. Like, you know, DK Metcalf was like, oh, you know, Giganto over here is running a 4-4 a or whatever it was. Like, Tyler Lockett, I'm down. Like, if you don't want him, like, it's fine. I'll take him. It's just one of those things where I don't know why people hate him so much. It, maybe they don't like Russ, so they don't like Tyler Lockett by uh, association. Um, I've never personally been able to have a share of Tyler Lockett because if I grabbed him, I'd have to reach tremendously in a draft to have him. Um, but I, I would would have been happy to have some shares at some point. Tyler, do you what do you think about this Tyler Lockett situation? So I think it's over an overall principle. Sometimes guys are so worried about either holding the bag on somebody or um or losing a trade that they don't try to win their league. Like we've talked about this before on the pod, like if you are this piece away, why not go and compete? It's more fun to do what you can to do that, to win. And I, I don't really understand why that wouldn't take place, why, why that wouldn't transpire, why somebody wouldn't want to pull the trigger. The other reason could be that they just don't believe in uh, – and, and I would have been there a few weeks ago. Like, I need to see it. Gino actually looks decent. But now that you've seen it, I feel like he's a guy you could pull the trigger on. Um, some of it's situational, so I don't know who Ben was trying to trade him to. Um, but uh, the situation would be, hey, if this third wide receiver could really help me uh, get points in the next week, and I'm starting somebody who's not as good. So, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Lockett needs to get more respect. Uh, speaking of more respect, Tyler, who's your uh, second guy you want to offer? Uh, or sell at this point? Like, who who's an interest of Dynasty to you right now? So, you guys are up in Green Bay. This is why I want to bring this up. Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, what 
what do you guys think that he's worth? He was he was a low draft capital. Is is he climbing to the point where now you want to sell him, or is he like, uh, hey, this guy is going to be Aaron Rodgers' best friend um, now that uh, now that Devontae's gone and he's developing into this, and that hype has become or is starting to become a reality, especially with the last couple games. Um, that would interpret like what I'm trying to trade for him. Does that make sense? It does. I'll let Ben jump in here first on his thoughts of Dobbs. Yeah, it's interesting. I actually got to see Dobbs in the flesh uh, and was in Green Bay this past Sunday and both saw him make some splash plays. I also saw him with an ugly fumble. I also saw him drop an absolutely gorgeous touchdown pass that would have been a game-winning touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers. That said, I think that those were growing pains. I think that Dobbs is going to be really, really good. I do think that he is developing a really nice rapport with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to compare a guy four games into his career um, who doesn't have incredible physical tools to Devontae Adams, but I think that he has the potential with the team situation that he is in to have a wide receiver, a low end wide receiver one type of year next year. Um, I, I think that that is on the table. And I think in non Wisconsin based leagues that you can probably have him for less than just about anyone else who has, I think, reasonable potential to do that. Again, couple of the leagues that I'm in are based here in Wisconsin and people in Wisconsin are completely irrational when it comes to Green Bay Packers, um, except for the guy who sold AJ Dillon for a bag of chips. That was weird. But otherwise, um, I think that, uh, yeah, I would, I would trade. I think I would trade a 2024 first for Romeo Dobbs. Interesting. I don't think I could. I don't think I could bring myself to give up a first for Dobbs. So just, for me, it's just the questions of, like, right now is good. I think Aaron's committed. They say through at least next year only. So like, what happens in twenty twenty five? Is the Packers QB good enough to support actual receivers, and is he going to be the guy there then? Um, I just I can't. I don't. I can't do it. Me personally, it's a little too rich for me. Maybe 2024 firsts aren't going to be as good. Uh, I'd rather spend those firsts elsewhere on a guy that maybe I'm higher on. Um, I'm, I'm just unsure if he's truly going to be the guy once Watson gets up to speed. Because, you know, second-round draft capital, they're going to want him out there at all times. So I'm just, I'm just curious if it's going to be enough to support them both or if it's you know, if Watson's going to be a, a complete bust at this point. We, we don't know enough information for me to part with a first personally uh tyler you haven't given us your thoughts you posed the question why don't you pose your answer yeah so with if he's developing rapport if he's being trusted by uh green bay uh if he it, it seems like he's leaped christian watson for the time um i think like this is where you have to say oh he was drafted in the third round or the fourth round of your rookie wide receiver i think you got to throw that out the window and if you want him, if you believe in that, and if you have that conviction, you need to pay him what is what for what it's worth. So, like a 2024 first, 
this is where I probably eva- evaluate teams. If I think the, if I feel like the pick that I have belongs to a team that's not very good, then mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't trade it. But if it's like a late first, um, I I think I would do that all day. And I think his value is like a a mid to late first right now. Um, that that's who I think Romeo Dobbs is. I feel like he is in the the tier of wide receiver to talk about with the the guys who were drafted in the first round this year. He's in the tier with Christian Watson. Christian Watson was drafted in the first round. Um, I there's only a few wide receivers at this point that I would want over him as a rookie at this point with what we know and everything like that. So with that, like I think like you probably draw some hate preseason to to react or to overreact to some of the hype. But at this point, I think I wouldn't be offended or say it's crazy if somebody got uh, a first back for Dobbs. Tyler, Romeo Dobbs or Traylon Burks? Um, That's actually tough for me. If that tells you – and and I I say Burks because I know he is – where that is, but Dobbs has actually done more so far. I mean, you're not wrong about that. So uh, I'm going to skip my last two because we talked about both Kyle Pitts and Travis Etienne quite a bit on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, but we, I do see a note here, bonus Aaron Rodgers from Ben. Since we're talking <coughs> about Romeo Dobbs here, let's talk about the prospect of Aaron Rodgers in Dynasty, right? We did talk about this uh, yesterday, is that quarterbacks shouldn't be expected to be great. Uh, much like Tom Brady is, much like the later uh, QBs of an era gone by. So what what would be the issue with Aaron Rodgers in Dynasty? Do you buy him if you're contending? Do you send him to a guy that's maybe rebuilding? Like, where are you? Like, I see Ben want to talk about this, but Ben, where are you sitting with Aaron Rodgers? Obviously, in relation to Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and his weapons. What are you looking like Aaron Rodgers' Dynasty value is currently as it sits today yeah i think if you think aaron Rodgers plays the rest of the year this year and the rest of the year next year i think that aaron Rodgers, for the most part still looks really good he dropped some balls and some windows on sunday where it didn't pay off for him and had a few that did um, that just not very many guys in the league can still have the ability to make those throws. And I think that Aaron Rodgers is still one of the top five most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen. I think that he is still at 97% uh, of his powers. I think that he's getting used to some guys, but that the true talent level is still really, really freaking awesome. Aaron Rodgers was an MVP candidate last year. This is not, uh, oh my gosh, Matt Ryan like is continuing to prove that he's no longer what he was. Like, no, Aaron Rodgers was really, really good, really recently. And if you can find a guy who has him, who's a little upset, and you can afford to not have to play him immediately, I think that I'm a buy on the potential phenomenal back half of this year and really good year next year 
that you can get out of Aaron Rodgers. Tyler, what about your thoughts? So, <clears throat> relative to a super flex league, I think any starting quarterback for at least one year is worth a first-round pick. Now, again, it's relative. Like, if you have more information, it's early versus late, how good the class is, things like that. All of that is there. But, like, just on principle, because that's how important that position is, that I think that, like, if you're not talking that, then you're not talking about quarterbacks. Does that make sense? Then you add in um, Aaron Rodgers. What I wouldn't do with someone that's 37, 38, 39, so I wouldn't add more young picks, right? But I would look at, like, quarterbacks. Um, Like, do I have Carson Wentz? So Carson Wentz in a first for Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, Things like that. Um, Do I have a running back that I think is on another year? Uh, So this running back in a first for Aaron Rodgers. I think that is stuff that you could do to get an elite caliber quarterback even for the next two years uh, to to be able to win your leagues. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you that he – any quarterback that's starting weekly, especially one as talented as Aaron Rodgers, is worth at least a first-round pick. Uh, Currently, he's sitting at QB 20. Uh, I'd like to think that's going to raise as the year goes based on growing with these young wide receivers and, and figuring that out. So maybe, maybe he could be worth like, again, if you're contending and you have a quarterback situation like mine, full transparency to our tech one team out there. Yeah. I put my chips on Mitch Trubisky as my QB three. Now I'm stuck with Joe Burrow and Matt Ryan. If I'm contending towards the, towards the end of the, of the regular season, Maybe I make a play to grab Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he could be some stability I need that super flex position. I agree that I, I wouldn't pay more than like a first. I, I couldn't do two firsts for a guy that I'm going to borrow for a year, year and a half maybe. Um, but definitely worth a first round pick. Absolutely. Um, he does look good all the way through. I see there's a question here in the chat. DJ Moore and Matt Ryan for Aaron Rodgers. Tyler, what a question. Um, I think I would not do that currently. Like, part of it is me and my uh, sadness that I paid so much for DJ Moore. So it's like, I want to sit with my investment if I had to. Maybe if I didn't pay two firsts for him, I would consider that. Because Matt Ryan's, I think, on his way out. And Aaron Rodgers is much more uh, reliable than Matt Ryan is. Uh I would consider that if I was contending and I didn't pay a lot for DJ Moore. Uh, but yeah, no, at this moment, I would not uh, complete that trade, Tyler. Anybody else have any thoughts about Aaron Rodgers or anyone quick you want to talk about before we get off the air for the night? Real quick on Aaron Rodgers, I'll say right now, he has three interceptions already in four games. Here are Aaron Rodgers' interception totals since 2011. Six eight six five eight seven six two four five four three. Aaron Rodgers is not going to continue to throw these picks. He's currently completing sixty nine percent of his passes. Aaron Rodgers is still really really good at football, and I think as the Packers continue to kind of figure out who they are, Alan Lazard continues to grow and emerge. I think he is going to just have a an Aaron Rodgers like back half of the year. And that guy is really, really good guys. 
Like he's really good in real life. He's really good in fantasy. I, the goal is to try and win a title. And I think Aaron Rodgers is a buy right now to be able to go out and try and do that. That's my goal. Any thoughts you want to follow up or you want to sign us off for this lovely Friday evening? Man, uh, basically, uh, when you talk about trainings and everything's done in context, right? And uh, all value is relative to the owner. And really what's important is what the owner thinks about their player and whether or not you can get them and whether it's it's too high or too low. And you kind of have to evaluate those things. But sometimes trades are done because of persistence and follow-up. Uh, to be able to do those things. So if your first offer doesn't get someone, maybe open up, understand your opponent, let them tell you what they would do, and then maybe just try and do it, you know, meet the needs and be able to, to, to put that in. When you're looking to trade and you have goals for your team, you have goals, they have goals, come at that common goal of, hey, let me help you win a title so that they can help you win a title and get a trade done. And that'll do it for us this week on the Tecmo Bros. I want to thank you, Ben. I want to thank you, Tyler. I had a great time this week. It's good to be back making shows for the Tecmo team. Any last words, Ben, for the Tecmo team out there before the football games this weekend? Go get Trevor Lawrence for the long term. Get Aaron Rodgers for the short term. Uh, And just remember to enjoy the season, folks. We're already 25% of the way through. Have fun with it. Make some trades. And, uh, yeah, it's friggin' football time, and I'm enjoying it. Heck, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter at Tecmo Bros. We'd love to hear from you. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next Wednesday through Friday for some fantastic more shows on week six. Catch you guys later. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs>